Now what? 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 Now it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been a minute and I'm still congested and sick. I think this is the longest I've ever been under the weather. Yeah, I felt that way too. I can totally relate. It it's hasn't been, been fun. It's been a month. I know. That's crazy. I'm a healthy person. It's been a month. Yeah. But self-care we've talked about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you and I have both mentioned that, you know, you go and see your magical chiropractor. Yeah. I went to my massage therapist and I actually felt <clears throat> better yeah. when I went to my massage therapist. Cause this was like six weeks after I'd gotten sick originally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They work the magic. Self-care is where it's at. So if you're thinking who is talking to Tamar, <laughs> it's me, Lane Kennedy. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> with you. And that's Tamar Medford. That's right. And we're hanging out with you. This is the Now What Society podcast. Mm -hmm. And this is the first uh, episode of our new series, our new take, which I'm kind of thrilled about, I have to say. <clears throat> I am as well. We have some really cool topics coming up over the next 12 episodes. So you'll see 12 episodes in each of our series. Uh, we're doing our sober series, this go around. Alcohol-free. Alcohol-free. Non-drinker. Non-drinker. Yeah. Teetotaler. Teetotaler. Yeah. I don't like that one. I, I don't know, know why. <laughs> like, it's not as badass. <laughs> um, yeah. 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. Should we start our episode? Do Let's we have start. anything to say about the community? <gasps> I think we do. Say it. We have a field trip coming up. Boom. Pumped. Yeah, I'm really excited about the field trip. It's in April, so you have some time uh, to check it out. It's going to be in Venice Beach. It's going to be a three-day, is it three-day, four-day, three-day, two-night uh, get-together. Uh, there's going to be a couple of workshops and breathwork and meditation and just an overall good time. So you can find out more over at thenowwhatsociety.com forward slash field trips. That's right. Super, super, super duper. Yeah. Uh, so today's conversation is about dun, dun, dun. navigating. Can I say this word? Oh God, I know can, that word. Lane, close your ear, close, mm. close your ears for a second. Navigating triggers and craving. Makes so we're going to, I know. So charges, we like to call it on the show here, but strategies for staying sober in times of stress. Mm -hmm. Navigating triggers, trigger, trigger, trigger. <laughs> Well done. Cravings. I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So what, what do you want to start with that? Well, I want to start off with something that was recommended to me when I first put down the alcohol was mm. because I was actually invited to a funeral, unfortunately, oh, about a month after I had gotten sober. Mm -hmm. And I knew all these people were drinking and, you know, putting the white powder up their nose. Oh, and I just... God. 
as soon as I was invited, like I really wanted to go, but I, mm-hmm. I just felt this emotion, right. Come over me. Like this is not a safe place. And so, you know, one of my mentors had suggested like in the beginning, right. And I'd say for me, it was about the first six months mm-hmm. till you really start to do the work on yourself, mm-hmm. avoid those places, people yeah. or things that remind you of drinking. Avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family is really tough. It is. Especially when you're newly into recovery. I mean, family is really tough at any time in recovery. Uh, so yeah, avoiding is a good idea. If you don't need to t- get on the plane to go see your family, you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I agree with you on that. I was just thinking about for people who are perhaps a little more into their recovery and deadlines mm. or completions, right? I think those are two things that you know, celebrations, you know, you're sober a couple of years and you finally got that promotion and let's celebrate. Like, yeah, uh, you're getting married and you know, there's that beautiful glass and your partner has that beautiful glass and <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. Those, I think those are two really good examples of, you know, later on in your life, something really great happens and yeah, let's celebrate and toss it back. Yeah. So what have you done for that? For catch you off guard. No, no, no. Because I was just thinking, I, I was just thinking, right? For me, it was only the first few months that I would avoid things. But the mm. reality is you can't avoid things your entire no. life, right? No. No. I just would stay away from it until I reached a point where those, you know, triggers or cravings started to subside. Mm. And one of the things I did is I always took a friend to those mm. celebrations. So a mm-hmm. sober friend, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody I knew was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the ways I prepared. I also did not, I almost did this once. And and my mentor was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'll be the DD, mm-hmm. right? You're newly and you're thinking, I want to be, you know, I want to help my friends. Mm-hmm. If, if I couldn't get myself out of a situation when I was feeling comfortable, that was, that was a no, no. Right. So I was taught that very early. Don't volunteer until you feel good mm-hmm. that you can stay <clears throat> the duration. So those were kind of a couple strategies that I used at those special events. Yeah. The special events that I have encountered and the promotions that I've encountered, I was really quiet about my recovery in the very beginning, the first five years, um, first 10 years, I was actually really quiet, but if something was, was coming up, I was very, um, if I, when I got promoted, I was very clear with, I'm not taking a drink on this. And I would say it out loud to my friends and they would ask me like, but why, but why, why? like, this is, a, you just got a huge bonus check. Like why? <laughs> and I would say it out loud because I'm not drinking. I've had too much. And I didn't have to break my anonymity. I didn't have to say, you know, I'm in recovery. I just said, I've had too much. And then it was like the end of, end of sentence, end of conversation. The other thing, you know, I did get married in recovery and my partner knew I was very vocal. I don't want the glass. 
like when I would sit down at a table, I would have the wine glasses removed immediately uh, because I just didn't want to be tempted. Yeah. Right. That doesn't need to be on the table for me. Mm -hmm. And nobody has a problem with it. It's so great. Isn't it? Only the alcoholics have a problem with it. <laughs> That's why we're wondering if anybody has a problem with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the other things, actually, you know, what you had mentioned, what you tell people is I had a career where I was field sales for years and mm. I'd have to travel and take clients out and be with, you know, work colleagues. If people asked me, oh, uh, why aren't you having a drink? I would just say, I'm a retired professional. And That's they would actually good. laugh it off. And yeah. because it was so funny, they wouldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So that's my thing now. I like it. There's a lot of stressful times. I mean, COVID yeah. was super stressful. Uh, the state of the world was super stressful. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, a really great thing to do, you know, in that moment of stress is replacing it with another habit. Right. So what, I mean, whatever that may be. You know, some people are probably going to freak out, but, you know, I replaced chocolate bars, you know, like I um, replaced exercise. Like I became a Bikram yoga fanatic, mm -hmm. right? So I replaced that kind of stressful moment where I would drink with something else that was healthy for that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was super, super helpful. And if you have and a... If you have issues trying to figure that out, ask somebody to help you, right? Yes. Yeah. And that was actually second on my list, right? Of things, tips and strategies for that was replacing the habits because, you know, very early on, I mean, I didn't drink during work. I, I you know, I was one of those fortunate people, but as soon as I got home, first thing I did, pour a drink, go to the pub. That was, you know, so at four o'clock, five o'clock, my brain's thinking tomorrow you need a drink. Yeah. And I remember as I started to meet more sober women or alcohol-free women, mm -hmm. I would make a point of, instead of going home, sometimes meeting them for coffee Yeah. or going to the gym. I had started to going to the gym at that point. So I, I replaced it, like you said. So yeah. change the routine. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you're picking up your kid and you know, like you get home at five o'clock and it's game on, well, change the routine where you you pick up the kid early or you go play basketball or mm -hmm. right? so many options, so many options. And when read you do book. that, yeah, read a book. And when you do that repetitively, mm -hmm. now your brain's going to go like, oh, time to read a book. Yeah. Time to call a friend. For 500. Time to have a chai latte. <laughs> uh, I think it's been mm, October, November. What is that? October, November, December, three, six, nine, January. Almost four months since my mint mojito. Congratulations. Yeah, that was huge. That was killing me. Yeah, that's, and again, mm -hmm. We get so used to having these things. Mm -hmm. We create this routine. Yeah. Yeah. You've done amazing. That was a really big part of you know, walking the dogs, going to get the mint mojito. Yeah. Walking around at three o'clock. Oh, time to go get the dogs, get the drink, walk around. Right. That was a really hard break. 
uh, and I, I did it by substitution and then I had to break that substitution. Yeah. Right. So it's been a ser for me, it's been a series of breaking the, the thing. And something I want to mention as someone who's, you know, closer at 10 years sober is, and you have much, much more time, mm. um, is that, you know, we, I used to justify, cause when I, when I quit drinking, I turned to sugar and I was really never a candy person, chocolate bars, of course, because I'm, I'm dropping the alcohol, I, I craved other sugar, but I would replace things like you did the matcha, right? And you start in on something else and you're like, well, it's not alcohol, but there's a lot of things smoking. That was another thing. It's not alcohol. It's not going to destroy my life. Well, it, it begins to. Exactly. So yeah. that's something to be mindful. Like I even replaced working out, right? I was obsessed with it and I couldn't keep it up anymore after that. And I wonder why I had such a hard time going to the gym again. Right. Meditation. Yeah. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I need to do more than an hour. I don't need to do more than an hour. Yeah, no. So I think there's a lot. Um, there are a lot of ways to navigate the cravings. Uh, it's just finding, trying it, trying what works for you. Right? Yeah. Being really, really honest about it. You know, I remember when I told you tomorrow, I cannot have any more mint mojitos. That was like brutal for me to admit that. Mm -hmm. But getting to that place of like saying it out loud to somebody is going to help you to transition and start moving towards a new behavior. And yeah. that's what you want ultimately, right? You want to stay sober in that stressful moment, whatever that moment is. Yeah. And you saying that though also made me a lot more aware and i think that's the beauty of you know meeting all these women is starting to be open like hey i actually can't have this anymore because mm -hmm. i just i get out of hand and then you might make like my gum right you might make the other person think like oh yeah i think i'm overdoing it with this as well <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> which i have maybe had two pieces of gum Really? Since I saw you in November. That's a miracle. Two months, That's two pieces of gum. Uh-huh. That's a miracle. Right. How did you change? I just became aware of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I looked for other solutions. Like, yeah. like, okay, if I really get stuck, is there something like a mint? Right. And I actually, I reached mm -hmm. out to you and said, yeah. what can I do? Mm -hmm. You said, here's some mints. So mm -hmm. I've just, I, it's for me, it's being aware of what I'm doing and yeah. thinking about it. Cause then it's always at the top of my brain. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. So tricky, but congratulations. That's huge. Well, I thank you. Yeah. That was a big, big step. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine's actually like, you're not chewing gum. Cause she asked me for a piece of gum. I said, I don't have any. I think she actually went into shock. Right. Yeah. And, and this is where I think I'm just going to bring in the DNA real quick here. Right. That, when you know how your genes are manifesting, you can create lifestyle habits to turn them down or turn them off or rev them up uh, because we, we're all made so uniquely. Mm -hmm. And be, bring, just bring awareness to it. Yeah, I think that's so important for all of us in the world that we live in right now. I agree. And can I mention one more thing? Of course, go. 
one more strategy in mm-hmm. this was a big deal for me in the beginning was mm-hmm. talk about your emotions mm-hmm. right i think learning how to actually handle our emotions when we stop drinking can be very difficult because for me that was my solution to everything but actually finding that you know community of women that you can talk to like hey i'm really upset right now don't hold that stuff in because that could lead to cravings right yeah i think I'm, i'm a huge fan of pen and paper yeah you know and just screaming it out if you have to yep Right, because whatever's happening, you don't want to keep it inside you. You want to get it out of you. So yeah. you don't reach for A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> whatever your <laughs> drink drug of choice is. L-M-N-O-P. Yeah. S-E-X. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Anything. So uh, I hope that you will join us again for this series, right? I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope some of these ideas um, bring some safety and you won't pick up. That's right. Yeah. Tamar, thanks for hanging out. It's been my pleasure. It's great to hear you. You too. Everyone, make sure that you check out the field trip in the Now What Society. We'll see you next time. Bye.